Welcome to Seeking Alpha's Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, August 18th. I'm Pim Fox. Coming up, our top stories are a false start for interest rate hikes, U.S. tapering talk, and Silicon Valley tech giants plan to lay some undersea cables. To understand the full force of a single COVID-19 case linked to the Delta variant, look no further than New Zealand's false start to raising interest rates. Over the last 24 hours, the odds of a rate increase in New Zealand fell to zero from 100% following the discovery that a 58-year-old man in Auckland tested positive for the virus. That has prompted officials to trigger a level four lockdown, meaning people can only leave their homes for essential services. The previously anticipated 25 basis point increase would have marked New Zealand as the first advanced economy to lift rates since the pandemic. Only about 20% of New Zealand's 5 million people have been fully vaccinated, the lowest rate among OECD nations. Elsewhere, Hong Kong increased its hotel quarantine period to at least two weeks for vaccinated residents returning from abroad. Interest rates and the COVID pandemic will be front and center when the Federal Reserve releases the minutes of its most recent policy meeting at 2 p.m. Eastern. Yesterday, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said the pandemic is, quote, still casting a shadow on economic activity. The Fed minutes may reveal discussions about tapering monthly bond purchases or whether FOMC officials are divided over the trajectory and timeline for tapering. Bulls, exemplified by analysts at J.P. Morgan, see a strong earnings season, signs of receding risk from the Delta variant, and the normalization of bond equity correlation. Conversely, bears, represented by Jim Paulson, chief investment strategist at Luthold Group, sees stocks as way overdue for a correction. Paulson said consumer data shockingly has collapsed recently, including consumer confidence reported last Friday, along with weaker retail sales and home builder sentiment. He added that several stocks have also stopped reacting positively to good earnings, inflation reports remain hot, and the Federal Reserve taper talk is everywhere. And tech giants Facebook and Google are backing new undersea cable projects, one linking Africa and another linking Asia. The plan is to meet growing demand for broadband access and 5G wireless connectivity. Facebook's Two Africa project is designed to bring internet service to a region in which the average mobile internet user rate is around 25%, compared to a world average of over 50%. The fiber optic cables are scheduled to begin operation in 2023. In the second major project, Facebook will collaborate with Google on Apricot, a 7,500-mile-long underwater cable system that would connect Japan, Taiwan, the Philippines, Indonesia, and Singapore. The network is scheduled to go live in 2024. Undersea activity is heating up as Facebook and Amazon last week requested approval from the U.S. government for a new undersea cable network between the Philippines and California. In other news, Michael Burry, famously known for his role in The Big Short, revealed in a 13F filing that his Scion Asset Management has a big bet against Kathy Wood's ARC Innovation ETF by purchasing over 2,300 put contracts on ARC during the second quarter. Those contracts represent a bet against 235,000 shares of the ETF. ARC is down more than 25% since hitting a peak in February. 
Total outflows over the past three months have topped half a billion dollars. Bury Scion has over $22.5 billion in assets under management. Wood's response to Burry's position, quote, To his credit, Michael Burry made a great call based on fundamentals and recognized the calamity brewing in the housing mortgage market. I do not believe that he understands the fundamentals that are creating explosive growth and investment opportunities in the innovation space. Other headlines include the TSA has extended its mask mandate for U.S. transportation to mid-January. T-Mobile said the attack that breached its computer network pulled the social security numbers and other personal information of more than 40 million people. Palantir is said to have purchased $50 million worth of gold bars. And Tilray acquired MedMen debt betting on U.S. legalization of marijuana. California utility PG&E is warning of a preemptive power shutoff for the wildfire season. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has tested positive for the coronavirus. And Britain's drug regulator has authorized Moderna's COVID-19 shot for children as young as 12 years of age. As of 6.20 a.m. today, U.S. equity futures were basically flat, with Dow and S&P futures down by about two-tenths of a percent, while Nasdaq futures were unchanged. Crude oil gained seven-tenths of a percent to $67.02 a barrel. Gold was steady at $1,790 an ounce, while Bitcoin slipped 2% to $45,500. Stocks in Asia closed higher, while at midday shares in Europe were lower. The yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury was unchanged at 1.27%. On the economic calendar, at 10.30 a.m., the EIA will release its Petroleum Inventories Report, and at 2 p.m. Eastern, the minutes of the Fed's most recent FOMC meeting will be published. Before the open, retailers including Lowe's, Target, and TJX will report results, while Cisco Systems and NVIDIA are set to post earnings after the close. If you enjoyed today's podcast or have suggestions to make it more relevant, please be sure to rate and review it below. Your feedback is deeply appreciated. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best investment analysis and news on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Behind the Idea, Essay for FAs, Let's Talk ETFs, the Cannabis Investing Podcast, and Marketplace Roundtable on those platforms as well. Have a great day.